Hello there. I'm Kellek. Oma. Dryer. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had made your way back to Addersfeld, and after a brief discussion with Melaru, uh, Flynn found himself questioning what he was doing there. What, what is the Iron Light providing him? Um, he went in to speak with Melaru, and after some words were exchanged, brought in Zeta, um, and Flynn was actually asked to leave the room as Melaru debriefed Zeta, and then sent Flynn's enemy Zorkal off after uh, after whatever questions may need be answered uh, in uh, in this case. After that, Flynn went to uh, explore the Ironlight Castle a little bit more. Chath uh, equipped him with a brand new shield that would allow him to not only defend himself but also have his hand free to cast magic. And uh, he met back up with the group, and after that. You all had uh, a brief discussion on what to do next, and uh, after picking up a couple of possible side missions to do along the way to make yourself a little bit of coin, you made your way back to James's house, where he greeted you. You all made a wonderful dinner with his daughter, Flora, and as you all sit there, take a deep breath with this beautiful meal in front of you, the, uh, the flames dancing over your features, what would you all like to do? I'd like to pull aside uh, uh, Xavier. Uh, well, I would like to position myself so I'm sitting next to him, if that's possible, first of for all. For sure, definitely. All right, uh, and then uh, I'm going to lean over to him. And say, uh, I've been meaning to get a second opinion about this. Uh, I'm going to reach into my, uh, reach into this, uh, one of my little satchels, and I'm going to pull out uh, what uh, Hayfried gave me way back when mm-hmm. and I want to say uh, what I uh, I've been a little bit um given some thought and I was at first a little reticent to even try to attune to this but uh what would be your take on it and I like raise it up to his face I would have to spend a little bit more time with it um it looks like a beautiful piece of jewelry but you know looks can be deceiving uh hmm I don't know how long that would... Uh, when you say a little bit of time, uh, how, how long would that be? Ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes. Absolutely. Would you mind? Would you mind terribly? Um, maybe after we finish eating. Oh, of course, of course. Like a bowl of rice is being passed, <laughs> is being passed to over, him, yes. And he scoops them out onto his plate and passes it to you. Yes, oh, I'm good on the rice, yeah, but uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah. And he... Uh, you give it to him? Yes, yes. Right, he takes it and he puts it in his pocket and yeah, I'll... Uh, as soon as we're done here, I'll try and find a quiet room and tell you what I can. Beautiful. Do I overhear that? Yeah. Are you? You weren't saying it quietly, right? No. no. And it's no. it's a pretty small room. You'd be able yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Could I come with you when you do do the the uh, when you do the magic? 
yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, you'll have to be quiet, but I can do that. I just need to concentrate. You got it. Okay, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, we can do that. Got it. Okay. Could you also pass the rice over here? Yeah, here you go. Thank you. I'll take, I'll take a, a scoop, but a little bit bigger than his. Put it on my plate. Okay. <laughs> pass it on. <laughs> you know, at first I thought this might be a little too much uh, seasoning, Flora, but uh, I stand corrected. It's delightful. Thank you. How dare you? You think that I no cannot it's make? Not, it's not about you. It's about it's. I have a certain. Honey, palate. it's okay. I was joking. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you all the same. It's truly uh, nice to be here. Um, well, I'm glad you guys found your way uh, way back here. I'm, I'm very glad to finally put faces to all the stories. Yeah. Are you? Um, where are you? Where you from here? Where uh, we uh, we didn't make your acquaintance when we first met, James? Uh, yeah, uh, born and raised, um, actually, right here. Um, I pretty much dinners all my life here at this table. Um, but uh, yeah, nowadays I, I you know I spend a couple days here and then a couple days out on the boat fishing and camping out there and, and then uh, bringing home what I got. Well, um, I know. James appreciates what you're doing, but uh, we all do as well. You know, it's good to look, good to look after your your elders. Good to be appreciated. <laughs> mm. Um, do you happen to know uh, in Adersfeld if there's been any change in production of um, well, um, metal men? <laughs> as a matter of fact, we've come across uh, one in our travels who, uh, well, uh, he's. Missing some components, and uh, we've been kind of uh, in the market trying to help him out. Metal men. Um, I know it wasn't a a, a main uh, thing know. they made here for, for when I was here, but I thought maybe because of the war that might have changed. I don't know about the production. Um, I've seen one or two in my days. Mm. Um, but I yeah, I can't speak to any sort of production. Right. Uh, thanks, anyway. Of course. If I spot one, I'll let you know. Uh, that'd be great. How is, uh, the attitude? It's been a little while since we left, and last we saw, especially uh, in the outskirts of town, it was a stressful time. Uh, yeah, t- tensions are starting to rise a little bit. Um, haven't quite hit here yet, but, um... Beyond the wall, things are things aren't looking too great. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, you know, I when I go out and, and fish, I usually drop a couple off out there before I make my way right. in here. As we are uh, the heroic sort, I do hope to someday be able to bring some stability to the slums here. Give those people outside the walls a roof over their heads. I think this city's capable of providing that. It's just... I need some direction. Well, it doesn't take much to start. Um, I just started by picking up a fishing pole. You know, wasn't too difficult. <laughs> One step at a time. That's right. Did you say you, um... <coughs> Hold on. Did you say you uh, go out and give fish to the outposts too, or just just the some of the outlying camps on the outside of the city? Um, okay. Um, have you seen any of the outposts? 
What do you mean the outposts? Well, have you seen a Coldcrest outpost? I've never been. No, that's too close to the front line for me. Oh. Have you heard anything? I'm is not it's, a fighter. Is it so. still okay? Does it still stand? I, I couldn't tell you really. Um, I go out and I fish. I, okay. I don't know too much about military intel. I'm All very right. sorry. It's okay. If that is to be believed, I think we would have heard about it. Yeah, you're right. Hope your friend's okay. He's a strong one. Let's hope so. It'll be fine. I am not saying anything because I'm busy uh, chewing certain portions of food and, and feeding them to Tito. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone is not so subtly trying to avert their eyes. Naturally. I'm staring dead eyed <laughs> at what's happening between <laughs> between Tito and and Shreya, and I'm just like my mouth is wide open and I have a piece of like fish on my fork <laughs> and I'm just staring at them and I can't look away. Uh also, uh in addition to doing feedings, uh, there's like a little bit of a intricate like Talon, uh, sort of scratching of like the the underside belly area, uh, and it's it starts to take on a, a sort of ritualistic feeding. Xavier, <laughs> okay uh, then. <laughs> you said something, uh, but perhaps this is not a dinner conversation. But uh, you might be able to help uh, uh, Zeta with her uh, uh, predicament. Um, yeah, I. I... I mean, I've spent the last portion of my life trying to help keep Ulma calm. Um, I don't see why I, I couldn't apply some of those same principles here. Obviously, a slightly different situation, um, but I've got some some tools in my belt that I think would, would be able to help and sort of keep all the insanity at bay. I give a, I just shoot a comforting look over to Zeta and, and a, like a light nod. And you look over and she's sort of got her head down in her food and she's eating and you can tell that she's very closely listening to your conversation with Xavier but not looking like she's trying to listen um, she's sort of got like that blank stare as she's eating her food where are you staying uh, Xavier are you staying with Hayfried I, I can't remember um no I I uh, you got something figured out I thought I'd probably just find a place here in Addersville until I could get my bearings um, I've got a lot more work I need to do and he looks over at Olma. I've got okay. a lot more work I need to do that I don't think will be able to be accomplished here in Addersfeld, but at least laying down a, a base of operations here would probably be in my benefit. Cool. Just to know maybe where to reach you, I guess. I guess we can do that with... I'll poke my head and look at Kellick. That one, but... Um, good to know where you're at, I guess. Because we need you. True. Yeah. Um, if I find a good spot for myself, I can... Definitely let you guys know. That would be nice. Of course. Well, we don't want to lose track here again. Uh, of course not. Because if I don't hear from you, I'm going to think you're just like in prison again. Fair assumption. Yeah. <laughs> James, uh, you may or may not be surprised to hear our most recent exploit was a, a heroic escape from the prison within the capital of Kaldor. Oh, now you're just messing with me. No, no, I'm being sincere. Oh. See, I told you. And he looks over at <laughs> Flora. <laughs> the heroes, one and all. 
we were in a tight spot for a bit there, but uh, we managed. Uh, through some luck, but... I'm sure he did more than manage. I'm sure by the end of it, they were running for the hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's Definitely. how it went. I think that's how it went. Yes, they were running for the hills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would not mm-hmm. be surprised if uh, the war is not uh, over soon <laughs> as a result of our impact <laughs> on the capital. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, no. It was like, it was all right. We made it out and we were able to rely on each other. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. How about dessert? I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, I will, uh, I'll, just, I'll be fine. You, you, you all enjoy. I'll eat his. Uh, yes, Flynn will have mine. <laughs> um, and uh, James and Flora get up and, and begin clearing some of the plates off of the table. Um, and they go over to the counter. They open up some of the cabinets. And uh, Flora pulls down a, a big bowl of, of different fruits um, you see some grapes in there, some oranges, some bananas, uh, some strange-looking fruits that you guys can't quite identify. Um, and uh, James reaches over to one of the other cabinets and pulls out a little thing of syrup and uh, puts both of them down on the table. And he says, this is a, this is a classic here at, at, uh, at our house, so I, I would encourage you all to enjoy. What's it called? It's called fruit and syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab a plate and I'll put some fruit on there, <laughs> grab the syrup and put it on there and just grab the spoon to start doubling it in. Um, and James grabs one of the bananas and chops it up on his plate, puts a little bit of syrup on the top. Um, and before long, you all have finished the dessert. Yeah, you already know what happens in my corner of the table. <laughs> Do we want to look? I think we can imagine. Yes. Um, once once I've finished my dessert, I will head back to the living room or the main room where I was uh, with James drinking wine. Yeah, so it's it's the the living room and sort of the dining area are all in this one mm-hmm. sort of big room. And I'll just uh, pour a little bit more wine, sit down, pick up the drawing that I left mm-hmm. and uh, sit by the fire, kind of just kind of finish up the details, finish up some of the food that was on the table that uh, Flora was uh, cutting up and kind of finish up the drawing as best I can. Okay, I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check for me. Yee. Are you still at disadvantage? Yes, sir, I am. Because I never learn. Nope. <laughs> uh, that is a total of 10. A total of 10. Yes. Are you showing it to anyone? Does it, what does it look like to me? Does it look good to me? It looks pretty good to you, but you know how sometimes you make something and you've yeah. been looking at it for too long, so your vision of it is a little bit mm-hmm. different from than someone with fresh eyes on it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little bit of that might be setting in to where you can... It, it looks great to you, but to someone else, they can probably identify what it is, but probably not a masterpiece. Mm. Has anyone else made their way to the this area yet I'm just sitting at the table enjoying watching everyone eat their syrup and they're still busy (laughs) um I might try and fix parts of it I don't know if I can do that I'll I'll give you one more go (laughs) okay okay I'm gonna try I'm gonna like I'm gonna try another sleight of hand I'm gonna try and fix some of it (laughs) because I know that the last one was a masterpiece and I'm gonna try and do James right and I don't (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, I rolled a seven. Did seven. I make it worse? You don't make it any worse. Okay. <laughs> um, it's sort of like you erase a, mm. a, a, a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't really like how some of the faces turned out, so you erase some of the faces, and then you redraw them in. But somehow it's like the it's... exact same lines as you did before, and you just can't quite get over that hurdle. I uh, flipped the notebook shut and put it in my bag. and just kind of by the fire and I'll actually pull out um, the iron light book and I'll start looking at that while I sip on the wine okay sip by the fireplace alright um, okay what are the rest of y'all doing uh, is, uh, is this a single story building or two so there's the market on the bottom yeah. where James sells his fish sure. and then the the upper floor is is where we is are. residential ah, so okay. he lives above his shop so you guys are right. currently on the second floor so, so uh, are there any, any windows on the yeah, there are a couple windows. Uh, I cast my mind back to uh, just longing and remembering uh, a time at night when I would look out the window and see something friendly and lovely to me. And I look over and I want to see if I can see the moon from the window. Okay. You go to the... There There are two windows. Oh, there's so, two of them. Okay. Yeah, so there's check both. One, one at the front and one at the back. Sure. Um, and you walk up to the front, sort of where the stairs are that led you up to this second floor. And you look out, and you can't see anything. And you're a little disappointed, but then you go to the window at the back, and full moon right there. Ah, I'd like to meditate for just a minute and commune with the moon. All right. I'm going to turn to Kellek and to Xavier and just look at them both. Take a deep breath. This is nice. It is. I haven't had dinner at the table in a long time. I know. I haven't haven't seen sunlight in a long time. Yeah, well, there's no sunlight right now either, but... Well, (laughs) earlier today there was. There was. It was nice. Yeah. How long were you in there, Xavier? Time starts to get a little fuzzy. Um, You know, when you can't... uh, You don't have a regular sleeping cycle. Um best guess probably four months yeah um, but not always in those or from the get go were you in those strange those devices pretty much from the start ma'am did they tell you why they arrested you no no that's uh, you know a lot of people get locked up there and never know what they did did they ever question you they uh, they had a couple people come in and try to pry things from my mind. Um, they they had, you know, some some people in the beginning came in and they were asking me some questions and I was being a little, I, you know, I was being stubborn. I didn't give them anything. Um, but they just sort of came in and tried to sort of establish a I don't know if you call it a friendship or a relationship. It wasn't any deep questions. They were, it was more like get to know you questions to form comfortability. And I wasn't giving them anything. So they brought in some people who uh, can, you know, use spells that extract things from your mind. And uh, it's a painful process. I don't know exactly what they took. um, But uh, I'd do it all again if, if, I could make sure that they didn't get the information that they wanted. 
I wonder what kind of information they wanted. Zeta, did they ask you any questions? I mean, they didn't... I kind of had a similar experience where they had uh, they had a, a couple of people come down and it was it was very similar um, thinking back on it sort of just some very very basic questions just it seemed to me like they were trying to get a scope of how cooperative I was gonna be and I I was also I wasn't very cooperative um, we didn't get to the stage where they were extracting things from my mind yet but I feel like it might have been getting there Wow so you don't even know what they wanted to know. I don't know what they wanted from me. I assume it had to do with the, you know, my little vacation. Sure, that makes sense. The contract. Murdering somebody, potentially. It's curious. You know, what does the military of... What stake, I guess, does the military of Kaldor have in the goings-on of the outcast? And, And in... Whatever it is that uh, I have to thank, that the reason for your arrest had to have something to do with what you were researching, Xavier. Xavier chimes in. I mean, I was really... I was pretty much just looking through history books. Apparently I was looking through the wrong ones as uh, someone caught wind of me and, and what I was looking for. But I was I was just looking up Oma's family history. Um, you don't think that my family is part of the outcast, do you? Do you think, oh my gosh, are my parents part of the Red Wolf? I have no reason to believe that. I spoke with, like I said, the, the farmhand who had worked with them his entire life. And uh, when I spoke with him, he said they, um, had, they had no... Yeah, yeah, best I can put it, no evil intent. They seemed as kind of people as you can have. They paid him well. They gave him the farm when they left. They seem to be very generous people, and from, you know, the, um, the the accounts that I came across, your parents seem to be as kind as any people can be. Am I understanding correctly that they, they gave Olma up? That would be correct, yes. More accurately, her great-grandmother was the one who actually dropped her off. But as far as I can tell from the farmhand, um, the parents were were well aware and encouraged what was happening. Um, they wanted to make sure she was safe. And you... Could you... Was there any determination as to why? He didn't know. Um, I... I have a pretty good sense for reading people and he seemed genuine in what he was talking about but you're gonna keep looking yeah you have a path I'm gonna keep looking and hopefully with a little assistance now and he looks over at Zeta hmm yeah yeah well if you're unable to take care of a child then suppose it makes some sense to try and find someone who can. He did say that there was night after night for weeks and, and nearly months um, back and forth discussion on 
what they should do. It did seem to be a, a, a difficult decision to let her go. Um, not on a whim, it seems. I'm sorry, Alma. It's, uh... It's hard to be without, uh... I know it's hard to be without a parent. I I don't know what it's like to have never known them. Well, I don't know what it's like to know them, so... Pretty normal to me. I suppose so. Uh, if they're, uh... I guess it depends on the kind of people they are. I like to think they're good. I guess that's an advantage. I know my parents were good. But sometimes it's still hard to be their son. And like, I just like look down into my on the like my placemat on this table I just look down I'm sorry Kellett oh, no, there's nothing to be sorry for I had a good childhood how do we even know what that is if we don't know what a bad childhood is cause I had a good childhood well yours isn't done yet it's not no, I don't think so. <laughs> I uh, I joined the temple uh, when I was around your age. I started studying, and and then uh, when I was nineteen, I I left for the temple proper here in Adersfeld. That's when my childhood ended, and I started having to make big decisions. So your childhood mistakes. ends when you make big decisions? When you put it that way, I guess so. Well, then I think my childhood is over. <sighs> I kind of give a puzzled <laughs> look over to Xavier. <laughs> he shrugs back. <laughs> He's shaking his head. He doesn't know how to answer that. Yeah, well, it shouldn't have to be. Truly, the big decisions that have been thrust on you haven't been fair ones. This is just the way it is for me. Hi. Suppose it could be worse. And I just kind of like look around to the, the, the table of, and room of <laughs> happy people and, and family and good vibes. Uh, Xavier speaks up and he's, he finishes his last bite of the, the orange that he had. Um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna just step into the other room. I got, uh, your friend wants me to take a look at something. So, if you don't mind, I'll... Ten minutes. I'll be right back. Sure. And, uh, he gets up and he shoots a look over to Flynn. And I'll, uh, pack my book, throw it on my bag, leave my stuff near the near the chair, just okay. go in with him. All right. Um, and he steps over into a bedroom and, uh, I'll hop up and sit on the bed. Can I sit here? Yeah. Okay. Just, just don't move around too don't much. Move. And okay. just don't make too much noise. Um, yeah. Uh, observe all you want, though. Yeah. Um, okay. So what are you doing? <sighs> he takes a deep breath. 
he puts the bracelet down on the ground in the middle of the room and he sits right in front of it, crisscross. Um, he reaches in back into his bag, pulls out a couple of components. He, he pulls out what look like some dried leaves, um, uh, a, a little pile of salt and starts to arrange them in, in, a, in a configuration around the bracelet. I'm watching like intently. And he closes his eyes and he falls very relaxed and just stays there. And this room is completely silent. There is a little bit of, of muffled noise coming from the outside where everyone's yeah, still yeah, talking yeah, yeah, and yeah. having conversation and everything. Um, but he sits there in complete silence for about four minutes. Okay. And then he takes a big breath in. Get excited again. And then he begins moving his hands around and he begins uh, verbalizing uh, uh, different verbal components to this spell. And as his hands are moving around, you can see his fingertips begin to glow a little bit. And he continues this ritual for another six or maybe seven minutes. When he finally drops his hands, he opens his eyes, says, all right, did you learn anything? Yeah, that's what I thought. He goes and he, he grabs the, the bracelet, puts it back in his pocket, walks out, uh, walks out of the bedroom. Is Flynn actually sleeping? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. I fell asleep um, in that bed for sure. <laughs> I saw some of it, but like I, I passed out. He very quietly puts the, uh, puts the bracelet back in his pocket, leaves, very quietly shuts the door, yeah. uh, walks back out to try it. And he says, um, I got your, uh, got your little thing figured out here. Mm. Oh, oh uh, yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, did I interrupt? Uh, it's fine. Uh, what, what is... Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, yeah, your little... Uh, well, uh, what did you glean? What did you... Uh, well, what is it? Um, well, it's it's an interesting item. Um, basically, you got to sort of... In order to use it, you kind of have to get to know it a little bit. Um, familiarize yourself with it and, and how you can actually use it. But uh, once you got it all figured out, um, it, it's it's pretty much... You know that feeling when, when like... I guess the feathers stand up on the back of your neck where you sort of get that that tingly feeling that someone's watching you. Yes. Uh, it sort of amplifies that. Um, and it and it calls upon that intuition that you got and uh, really lets you, uh, you know, tap into that that a little bit. Ah, uh, so a gift and a curse, I see. Uh, yeah, you could call it that. I'm game for something like that. And I right. grab it out of you his take hand. It. So, uh, Shrya, what you have uh, in your hands uh, is an item that you have to attune to. So you have to spend some time concentrating on it in order to, to actually use it. But um, it is a bracelet that gives you advantage on spooky vibes checks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to immediately. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 And uh, you look Love down it. at the bracelet itself, and it looks like a bunch of like blue pearls all around it. Um, with these black and white dots on each of the pearls, but now you look a little bit closer and you can see that they almost look like eyeballs on, yes. on this necklace, which kind of makes sense for what he was was <laughs> telling you. Um, yeah, you now have this item. So you need to spend uh, at least an hour attuning to it. I am going to bring it in to my communion with the moon and uh, <laughs> uh, see if that uh, can help me attune. All right, for sure. 
all people. I feel like uh, I know. Now this is gonna be like super paranoid. I know. Triad. Like, could he get more paranoid? He was already kind of on the edge when he's in enclosed spaces. <laughs> Imagine now. <laughs> Try a good luck with that. Yes. <laughs> good luck dealing with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, dinner was so lovely. Thank you so much for having us. I'm so happy to see you and Flora doing so well. It was amazing to see you all as well. Um, as you can see, our place isn't too large, but I'd love to offer you uh, something. We've got um, two bedrooms, and I'm sure we could put out um, some blankets out here if, if you'd like to stay here oh, the night. Oh, that's so kind of you, but but I'm sure you guys need the bedrooms, so... We can we can sleep out here for a night. That's no that's no worry at all. Oh, well, we couldn't. We couldn't. There's there's a place we've stayed nearby. We could we could go there. Yeah. That's true. But that's so very kind well, of you. Well, it's always, always open. The offer is always open for you. Thanks so much, James. I'm so glad we met you. I'm glad I met you, too. I suppose it's probably going to be that, that time. Where's Flynn? Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I think... I think Dave, Xavier said he was going to show him something. And yeah, he he's over. asleep in the other room. Oh, all right. He's just oh. knocked out. Oh, we should wake him up then. Just... Typical. Uh, I can wake him up. <laughs> I think he deserves for you to wake him up. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to trot over to the first bedroom and I look inside and he's not there. And I go to the other bedroom and I look inside and there he is, passed out. And I like slowly creep over to him. And I pull my face very, very close to his ear and I say, Flip! Ah! I cast shield. <laughs> Naturally. What? Oh, what, what? 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 Hey! Hey! You fell asleep. Hey. Uh. Yeah. We should go. What is comfy here? Yeah, we'll find somewhere else comfy. <sighs> Come on! Nobody can carry you. What are you talking about? People can totally carry me. No. <laughs> Come on, or we're gonna leave you here. I mean, this bed's pretty comfy. Okay, then. Goodbye. Start to fall back over. And I punch him in the shoulder. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll get off the bed. I didn't mean it. No, it's fine. I probably deserved it. And I'll head up. Grab my bag. <laughs> All right. Um, but with that, uh, goodbyes are said. And you all head back out into the night. Where are you all headed? We are headed to Deep Drow Deep Drow Deep Drow Deep Drow. I was like the Perch Prowly, the Deep Drow. I can't remember. Perch Prowly's Oak Inspire, baby. Yeah, Deep Drow. We definitely don't want to go there. We're teleporting back, going to the Perch Prowly. Am I tuned yet, or do I have to keep good tuning as I walk? Yes, by the time you are on our walk, I can walk and chew gum, you know. On our walk back. No, it was it was kind of it was kind of a slow night, but uh, oh, right okay. at right at the end of it, you were able to finish your attunement, oh. and uh, it might Thank have goodness. even been just a little bit quicker than you were expecting with mm. your uh, your connection to the moon there. So, uh, well, in that yeah. case, I would like to, as we step back into the night air, uh, <laughs> look down at the bracelet and uh, make a spooky vibes check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, make a spooky vibes check Let's at go. advantage. Make Let's a go. spooky vibes check. One natural twenty. No way. One. What an item. I love it. Natural 20. Um, you <laughs> really tune into this bracelet. 
I can feel the power already. And are you waiting until you're outside or? Yes, until okay. we're in the night air. Um, well, that... I don't trust that question. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything spooky that you would be able to see or hear? In a natural 20. In a natural 20, I know. Everything. I want to I wanna go through my head and just make sure that I'm giving you <laughs> good information. Um, you walk outside and you completely attune to this bracelet try and tap into its energy and all of a sudden you like you feel this sense that someone's watching you (gasps) and then you hear a door slam about 300 feet behind you as one of these houses just sort of along the market door slams uh everyone I'm I'm uh, I don't know uh if this is just me but I think um I think someone might be watching us and watching where we're going what I don't know if they have they made a big deal about spies in Kaldur but I don't know if they also have them here as well I'd take a Athletic sort to spy on us. At this point, we've teleported halfway across the world. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm going to look around. Do I see anything? Make a perception check for me. Five. Is a quiet street, <laughs> lightly illuminated by these colored bulbs on the corner of each building. Right, can you carry me? Flynn, you can walk. We already talked about I'm just, this. I'm not so tired. We're going to the end. Let's just go. Let's just get there, okay? Oh, okay, fine. And we're going to walk to the Deep Drowl Inn. Okay. Um, you guys take some time, walk to the Deep Drowl Inn, but eventually you get there, uh, back to this now familiar spot. Um, you walk in, and sitting there behind the counter, sort of um, just flick, uh, flipping a coin up in his hand, letting it land putting it face down on his other on his other hand, looking at it, taking the coin, flipping it again, putting it on his hand. Hey, um, you guys are kind of late coming in. Uh, what can I do for you? Uh, we'd like uh, a pair of rooms for the lot of us. That's right. Weren't you all here a while ago? It's, it's been a while. A while. Long enough. Returning customers. Love it. Two rooms? Uh, yes. Uh, two on the nicer side, I suppose. Yes. There are seven of us. So I think we oh, need yeah. three rooms. Well, that's least. Um, I'll tell you what, you're returning customers. I'll give you the third room for free. Oh, wow. my goodness. Right. Awesome. We'll take it. Um, just for the one night? Just one, yes. Five gold. I'll hand him five gold. Okay. You still have gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> completely out. Yeah, yeah. Well then. <laughs> all right. Um, I mean, you guys have been here before. Do you want me to take you up to your room, or do you kind of know? No, that's all right. Okay. And he uh, reaches down beneath the counter and uh, tosses Kellick the key. The three keys, actually. Thank you kindly. Uh, nice to be on familiar ground. Of course. Always is. Uh, how do we want to? I'll stay with um, Xavier and 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 Zeta. I think that makes sense. I think so too. Good. I'll just stay in this room and I'll just walk in. 
Cheeto and I will uh, find a corner over here. Calic, that means you have to be with with him. With? I point to Flynn's room. Well, as long as I don't have to carry him, it's fine. <laughs> I think I'll manage. All right, so you I all... better not wake up to any new spells. No, we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> you all head off into your rooms. Are we doing any watches? Are yes? Uh, I uh, if there's a window in my room, is there? Is there there is. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I put the tip of my staff to the window, and I would just like to grow some vines down toward the door, uh, and I would like to keep those vines just attached to the bottom of my staff. Okay. So your staff is sort of just. Standing up? Yes, it's standing up, and, uh, uh, it, uh, yes, uh, it's, the vines are, are sensitive. Yes. Okay. Well, could I, could I know if they are jostled in the night? Are you casting the spell alarm? Or is this just a No, I don't have, craft? I do not have alarm. Gotcha, okay. I do I was gonna say, I don't know if druids get an alarm, so I want to no, make sure that no, that was, this, is, this okay. would, this would simply, I mean, this would simply be a physics question. I like it. Okay. So you're saying if someone were to touch the vines, would it be enough to disturb the staff to make it fall over and make a noise? Yes. Love it. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're druid crafting vines. Yes. Correct? Simple vines out um, the window down toward the entrance. So yeah, you you make these vines come out of the, the staff um, and you test it a couple times and you're able to sort of poke some of the vines and the staff falls over. You catch it and you prop it back up, druid craft once again. And this is probably a pretty solid device if someone's coming in through the door. And uh, as I see that it works well enough, uh, some of that anxiety from those spooky vibes... Uh, you can see, uh, physically, I relax just a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'd like to just um, gently nudge open the door um, of Oma and Zeta and Xavier's room. Um, and um, sort of uh, just like um, place my hand in that crease to just sort of feel the the air within that room and say Revelare Veritas and cast uh, detect good and evil uh, in that room which uh, um, if there's an an aberration celestial elemental fey fiend or undead within 30 feet of me uh, I know Um, similarly I know if there's a place or object within 30 feet uh, there's been magically consecrated or desecrated. So basically, okay. I'm just checking the fabric to see if Zeta and Xavier are are safe for Oma to be sharing a room. <laughs> okay, for sure. Um, so you just you just barely creak open the door um, that uh, Oma, Zeta, and Xavier are already in, um, and you cast this spell, and you don't sense anything that would catch your eye within this room. And as you just barely begin to close the door again, you hear a tiny little bell, just the tiniest, faintest little charm in the room. A little ding, 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 ding. And you hear Xavier, oh, I just set that up. And he sort of undoes his, some, some string. <laughs> nice. Um, as you see, he was in the middle of casting the alarm spell to, to the perimeter of the room. All right, all right. 
<laughs> it was good. Uh, okay, I'll do it again. And he sort of reels back his his string. Sorry. He gets the, the little bell. Um, <laughs> and he begins setting it up once again. Good night, Calic. Good night, Alma. Sleep tight. Yeah, we're good in here. I uh, Yep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then um, I will I will sort of effectively take first watch over Flynn while he's sleeping just to just for the okay. sake of our room, I guess. Okay. Make a perception check for me. I cocked. I guess not. Okay. Uh, um, 14. 14. Uh, you're sitting there. You keep an eye on Flynn. Um Every once in a while, you think you can hear, like, the faintest... It's like this, this maybe thunder? But it sounds more like like a cannon going off. I think maybe. Maybe off in the distance. It could just be your ears playing tricks on you. Can I look out the windows to see? Yeah, you can't see anything. Just every once in a while, you think you hear a... And there's no storm clouds in the sky? Nope. Sky's clear. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> DM. <laughs> Do I yeah. know how far... Colcrest would be miles from us. Yes, it would. Okay. Then I can't. I don't think. All right. Um, well, I will be unsettled by that, but I have no recourse really besides discomfort. <laughs> so as I uh, as I go to sleep, I will rustle my pillow a little bit <laughs> to try and find a comfortable position. Okay. Kellick now sleeping. Flynn now sleeping. Shreya and Tito now sleeping. Yes, in a, in a beautifully crafted nest. <laughs> oh, and yeah, he's fully joined you in the nest. He is not yes. touching the bed. Um, Oma, are you doing anything? Are you? Are you yeah, sleeping? I'm sleeping. Okay. We have an alarm spell up. Um, before going to bed, though, I would have asked. Um, I would have turned to Zeta and Xavier and just said, you know, I know that you're good right now, Zeta, but we don't really know what caused you to not be good that one time. Do you have any suggestions, Xavier? Do you have any suggestions? Um, I, I might. I don't know if this will help, but we can see. Um, and he reaches into his bag and pulls out some, um, some of this like green powder. It almost looks like very finely uh, crushed glass, um, but yeah, like a very powdery substance. Um, and goes over and in a very similar mark to something you've seen before, he sort of pushes it over her her brow and over her forehead. Um, And he says, that might help her out. At the very least, while she's sleeping, it might help her resist something. Does it look like what Flynn does when he does protection? It looks exactly like that. Okay. Okay, well, that's good enough for me. I mean, no guarantees on that, but uh, I think we should be safer yeah. than if not. Um, Zeta, if you become a monster, just like make lots of noises, I guess. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Well, then I'm comfortable with that. All right. <laughs> then 
The next morning comes. <laughs> you all wake from your sleep. Mm. Morning. Morning, Calic. Morning, Flynn. How you doing? Uh, better. Good. Yeah. We, we need you in uh, flight and state if we're going as far as uh, Nestle Valley. Yeah, after that food, I just... Ooh. Yeah, it'll knock you out. Good meal <laughs> like that. I tried to stay up to watch the spell. I mean, it was pretty cool. You did like... It's like a longer form of casting I haven't really seen before, but I it, fell asleep at the end. It's important to take breaks. You know, I studied uh, a lot um, to be a, a cleric of Amir, uh-huh. and uh, sometimes uh, I found I uh, performed uh, better under pressure when I didn't yeah. stay up all night studying, you know, uh, just the thought that maybe not every spell casting is an opportunity for you to learn that spell. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, you already have so much training in your head. There's only so much room in there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe I take a break every once in a while. Just just every once in a while. I, I respect the rigor you apply <laughs> to your, your studies. All right. Not all the time, though. Not all the time. Of course. Okay. Do you think they have breakfast here? I can't remember. I don't think it was um, supplied, but, but uh, okay. we could probably purchase some. Well, I'm going to go find out. I'll meet you downstairs. All right. I'm going to grab my stuff and head downstairs. And just see if there's food, snack, read the book. Okay. Um, you go downstairs and you see that there's uh, just like very simple, like some fruit laid out. Um, and uh, yeah, just something, something very simple. I will grab a fruit. There's like a, a little tea in a Sure. I'll grab mug. a little bit of tea, a little, a little uh, apple, and kind of sit down in a chair. And while I wait for everyone to wake up, I will take out the tragedy of the loss. And I will just flip through it. I don't know how long it's going to take for them all to come down, but I'll just flip through a few pages at the beginning, if I glean anything, while I eat my apple and drink my tea and wake up a little bit. Okay. Um, as you're reading through this, you're just reading through the first little bit of it. Yeah. Um, and as you saw before, the first page is uh, a map of the waste, um, the the desert that encompasses pretty much the in, entire center of this continent of Velbor. Um And you start reading through the the first couple pages, and you begin to read about towns and settlements and even some cities that were once there um like that are in the waste like where the crater is or where the area is is it a crater no it's just a desert desert okay and as you're looking through some of the stuff you pull out your map and it just doesn't line up and you look mm. at your map where there's this desert in the middle of the continent uh-huh. and you look at you you continue reading and what's described in the book is not a desert definitely not a desert you're reading about towns and cities that were there that were thriving forests um rolling hills no desert Hmm. interesting and that is when the rest of the party comes down uh i would actually like to say um tito and i will have woken up before sunrise uh, as I uh, would have whipped up my uh, little vine uh, contraption 
and uh, Tito and I, and we don't have to go all the way into this by any means, but uh, we would have uh, gotten up early and hunted and caught some wild game for ourselves. As a matter of fact, um, you woke up first. Yes. And you look over to Tito, who's sort of curled up in a ball there, who sort of made comfortable within this little nest, um, shaking, shaking violently in his sleep. Oh, no. Uh, maybe he's no fit and no fit shape to do that then. Um, uh, I'd like to uh, examine him and uh, look deeply into his eyes and see if I can glean what he might be going through. Okay. Um, his eyes stay shut, but I'm going to have you make a uh, either a medicine or a nature check for me. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, it's a critical fail, but eight. I'm good with. I'm good with. Uh... Um, uh, maybe he's having a bad dream. Uh, I, I'm gonna just rustle him awake, and then. Uh, <laughs> uh and just uh, the universal call of, of, what's ailing you. As you try and rustle him awake, he continues shaking. His eyes remain closed, and he does not wake. Uh, I hold uh, the crystal top of the staff to my forehead, and uh, then hold it immediately over to his forehead, and uh, I am going to cast healing word as I whisper through the crystal into him. Okay. Mm. And as you do that... His muscles begin to relax and loosen. His eyes open up, and he looks directly into your eyes. And we have a moment of recognition, and uh, I put my, uh, again, since uh, we've done this, I've tried to do this once before, where I put the crystal to my head and the crystal to his head, and I try to commune with him in a way that might give me a little bit more insight into what he's going through. All right. Now that he's in a more calm state. And as you do, um, his brow sort of furrows and he says, It happened again. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. I can't sleep. We said, What do you. What, what, what do you see? I keep seeing everyone dying. The dwarves come and they. They take us and they kill us. What do They've come past the. Our most southern borders. They keep coming. They won't stop. We try and tell them to stop, but they just won't. It keeps happening. I can't sleep. <sighs> I think back to my first uh, memories of of being a very young, young child and uh, myself and hearing of this this being, this, this Tito, and uh, I say to him, do you see anyone in particular in... In the dream, you see anyone of our brethren? I see all of them. All of them? What... What is their state? What are they... What are they doing? They're... They're burning. Burning? No. No! I look out the window toward the, the rising sun... And would you like to go hunting with me? I give a signal, the universal a signal of just the thrill of the hunt. Would you 
We're gonna try to remember what that once was like. I just, I just want to go outside. I just want to go outside. Come with me. And uh, I motion toward the window and uh, the motion to, to take off and for us to uh, catch our breakfast. Okay, he goes and he takes off with you. Kelly and Olma, are you guys coming downstairs? Yeah. Okay. Um, Olma, you see uh, Xavier um, winding his string back up, putting the bell back in his pocket um, before he opens the door to see Kellick there. And you all head down and meet Flynn in uh, in the little lobby area. Mm. To find uh, breakfast, Flynn. Yeah. I hold up, up the half-eaten apple. There's not much, but, you know, it's all right. And um, I'm reading this book here. Um, you know much about the wastes? Uh... It wasn't a major part of my uh, studies. Well, and I'll like wave him over. Like, come here, uh, check check this out. And then so, right. so in the book, well, in, here, I'll pull my map. I walk over too. In my map. Oh, hey, hi. Hi. There's apples and fruits and stuff. Thanks. Okay. Maybe you want to see this. So um, on my map, you see the, the waste, mm-hmm. the big um, desert. Uh, and then I pull the book out. Um, and then here, it says that there was like towns and stuff there. When was this book written? I don't know. And I'll try and flip to the front, flip to the back, see if there's like an author or a date of anything. Um, make an investigation check for okay. Regular. DM, can I also probe my memory for anything I would have learned about the waste in, in my upbringing at Adersfeld? Make a history check. Uh, I made a natural 20. A natural Whoa. 20? Yeah. The wonders of not having disadvantage. Yeah, right? It's crazy. Imagine. Is this what this is like? History. I want to uh, wait because you, you might get different information sure, depending sure. on what he gets. Yeah. That is a 12 for history. A 12. Okay. Um, Kellick, you would... You wouldn't really know anything specific about it. I'm trying to... I don't think... You wouldn't have any personal connection. You just know for as long as you know it's always been like that. Mm. Um, and for what Flynn is describing, probably it's been like that for long enough to where no one really talks about it anymore, where it's mm-hmm. just sort of a thing. Okay. Um, so you scroll through this book and you don't find it in the front, um, but just on the, the last page in the back... Um, you see a date written there that was um, just about 950 years ago. Oh, wow. So quite, book. quite a bit of time. Um, yeah. yeah, like I found it. This book's old. Holy light. Well, that's probably why the maps are different. Wait. But what makes a desert take over? Is this a, is this a horror confection? Or? No, I found it. I checked it out. In the um, library. Um, and what was... Why did you check it out? I don't know. I just... It looked kind of interesting. Well, if this map is to be believed, then... The waste wasn't always... Yeah. The waste? Yeah. Huh. I wonder what happened and why those towns are... Why those cities are... Not... There. Didn't Hayfried say something about 
storm in the west. You know, when he was working with the Red Wolf. Hmm. Maybe we should ask him about it? Well, I mean, we're heading that way, right? Like, we're going back to... Yes, but the waste is an enormous expanse. No, I mean, like, we're going back to Hayfried, right? Because that's... We can ask him when we stop by. We're going back to Hayfried? I thought that, that was is that close... closer to... Right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. I see here now. Okay. Yeah, so... We can just ask him... If he knows... If the waste was always... Yeah. Do we know how old Hayfried is yet? He's pretty old. I mean, he was like a member of the Red Wolf's crew, so like... But that wasn't... That was pretty recently. Oh, was it? That doesn't make that better. No, but it might not... I mean, just might not make his information that relevant to a book written almost a thousand years ago. Maybe he read... Maybe he read this book already. Maybe he knows just because he read about it, you know? He might have the information. Do you think... He knows about this storm. The storm was what... No, the storm was what the creature in your head talked about. I can't remember. To him. So that would be present time. A storm in the waste. Go with me here. (laughs) If there used to be places... Cities, towns, in the center of the continent right. of Elbor. And now there's an expanse of nothing. And within that expanse of nothing, the agents of chaos that follow the order of the Redwood culminate. Does it stand to reason that the waste? I flipped through the book a little bit more see if I can find anything about that because that scares me (laughs) (laughs) make another investigation (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) Um, a total of 20 this time a total of 20 Um, uh... does it talk about what made does it talk about them becoming a desert or does it talk about the cities and how elaborate they are yeah, so, okay. With that, a total of 20. What what pieces of information specifically do you want to know? Um, how the how this area became a desert. Okay. Like, what turned this into a desert? Because um, maybe that'll give us an idea of, like, why, how it may become bigger or anything. Okay. We understand how it started. Or, yeah, if there's any kind of, like... The, within the context of the book, if I if I can assist with this, I don't sure. know if I can. Yeah. But within the context of the book, if there's any indication of like the trajectory of these cities, of like how they were sort of doing ecologically, <laughs> for sure. It's like yeah. what happened? Like what, 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 what happened? 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 Flynn, you start flipping through, and once again, you're consulting your map. And uh, looking at the waste, you begin to read a, a section of this book that talks about a um, like a spiritual capital of the world, like a, a, a great a, a place of great spiritual significance 
um, a, a place where um, the the um, the old god's presence could be felt most potently. Hmm. And you see that possibly a temple, you don't know the exact structure of it, but you read of this this um, point within what is currently the waste that was this spiritual capital of the world. And you continue to read more and you look on the map and you can sort of see how all of the nations, how Ganboldir, Ondale, and Kaldur, all of their borders sort of go directly into the waste. And from what you can tell, that spiritual center was at one point directly where all three of those nations came together. That single point where all three made contact with one another. That is now the center of the waste. Did this capital have a name of any kind? That we can... uh, you don't get a name. No. Okay. I'm just like... Like, my cheek is touching Flynn's as I'm, as I'm looking over <laughs> his like, like going to the same, book. like left and right at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, there's a kind of an explanation. But that happened... Does it say, like, when that happened? Was that still, like... Um, this book was written, it seems, just the way that the, the author is speaking on these uh-huh. events. It seems that this was written probably just a couple years after some incident. Okay. So, okay. Your your passenger said, your crystal dweller uh-huh. said that... There's always more chaos to be had as long as there are gods in the sky. Huh. And I just like tap on the map in the center of the waste. If the Red Wolf exists in opposition to divinity, if its primary goal is to counteract divinity, right? what better place to start than the supposed spiritual center of the yeah. world? I bet you no one's going there to bother him. A storm in the middle of the waste. You wear the coming storm in the middle of the waste? We should probably get to Hayfried. And those ruins. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, boy. I wish I knew how the usurpation really took place. The what? The usurpation. The old gods were removed from the high mountain. Uh-huh. And I always thought the high mountain was uh, oh. a figurative place, but maybe it's there? You're saying you want to go into the middle of a waste? I think if we were to We'd want to be very, very prepared. And right now, I think we are not. Maybe we start with the ruins. And then mm-hmm. we take it from there. If nothing else, we'll find some answers with regard to Zeta's condition. Yeah. We have more of this to read. <sighs> maybe there's more answers in here. Yeah, maybe we can switch off then and you can actually yeah. get some sleep sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Well, all right. Hey, you know, I'm not going to push. <laughs> I know how to read, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alma, you can help. 
Uh, can I just uh, ask for a few things that I'd like to do during the of hunting course. process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, while we were out and catching our breakfast, uh, I just want to see if uh, I would also actively be looking for other winged beings, owls, hawks, other types of birds while we're yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, if you would like, you can make a perception or a nature check. Great. Uh, 23. Uh, 23. You actually see, um, just in, in the early morning hours, um, like a, um, it's not a flock of crows. A murder of crows. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, a murder of crows, uh, just sort of, uh, on, on top of one of these houses, just sort of down the way. And after a couple seconds, one takes off and the rest of them take flight to follow. Probably about uh, 15 of these crows. I would like to uh, cast Speak to Animals and regard the whole murder. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, I'm saying, brethren on a smaller scale, uh, have a favor. I don't know if you could possibly complete my request, but I look over to uh, Tito and my voice uh, shakes a little bit. I would like to see if you could possibly shift some of your migratory patterns. I have a task that I'd like you to do if you can. And um, just the the crow that initially took off that, that um, the other crows followed um, flies up next to you and looks over to you and says... Uh, now, uh, we're not much for doing, uh, doing favors for people. What's in it for me? <laughs> I will give your entire crew the best feast they've ever had. And he, he sort of looks back at the other crows and they sort of give him a little, little nod. Yeah, that, that sounds good to us. You gonna throw anything else in for us? Yes. Uh, I will give you knowledge of the divine locations of even more feasts, the like of which could feed yours for years. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good deal. Uh, Alright, what can we do for you? There is a place. And uh, and I start describing the air currents as I would have remembered them from my journey from my homeland. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I describe those air currents and the flight paths above the bays as they would twist and turn toward my home mountain range. You will find me due south to the next mountain range. Once you reach this place, fly due south and trace the mountain range you see, the first one you hit, until you find a large set of ruins. I would like to know what you see while you're up there. There's something I need to know. There might be people you see that are very similar to what we look like. And if you could... Just tell me what you find there. And travel as fast as you can. As fast as you can without exhausting yourselves. It's up north, you say? Yes. And, uh, follow the twisting, uh, currents as they lead toward the highest points of the north. This, and, uh, I describe the way that the currents, uh, the major currents and arteries uh, of, of how the winds pulse around uh, Elbor and where they merge and where they uh, 
catch each other and and the relative like uh what's the word triangulation of where my home uh village is in the north now we're not really ones for cold uh, most of the time but you know food around here hasn't been looking so good lately so i think we can do for some relocation <laughs> based on my own knowledge there may be other sources of food just waiting for you to eat it based on what could be settlements up there <clears throat> as i say under <laughs> under my breath yeah we've been feasting on scraps like common pigeons out here and i think we could uh, we could definitely uh I don't know, take a vacation up north. What do you think, boys? And he turns around and everyone's, yeah, yeah, let's go up north. <laughs> if at any point on your journey back, you get lost, or perhaps I'm not where I say I was, every day at dawn, and I uh, shake my staff and this just burst of purple-pink light emerges from it, uh, I will fly high into the sky and cast out this beacon. And if you can see it from the horizon, that's where I will be. Hey, you got it. As long as there's uh, feasts to be had, you can count us in. There is a feast on the end of your mission. All right, and he, he takes his crew and he uh, oh begins to turn around in the opposite direction <laughs> and begins just, to fly north. Did you just become a mob <laughs> of crows because Shreya they're called murders? Oh boy. Tito, I hope your nightmares are just that, nightmares. But if they're not, one day we'll know. And he sort of shudders a little bit. And then after we uh, eat our own feast of whatever we found up there, we're going to go back toward Addersfeld and join the rest of our crew. All right. So uh, Shreya, with your uh, new companions off uh, on their mission, you get back to the Deep Drowl Inn. Um, and the rest of the party, you guys are a little bit surprised to see as Shreya and Tito coming through the front door, where you guys had all come down from your rooms. They open up the front door oh. and then come on in. Shreya, you weren't out ravaging someone's garden again, were you? Oh, yeah. I give Tito a little nudge. Decided to go outside the bounds of the city for our morning watch today. I have to say, it's nice to see you. With uh, your kin, I suppose, with someone like yourself, I know out here you can feel lonesome. What did he just call me? Uh, he's um, very, uh, and I stand up proud and confident and uh, model for him the kind of person that Kellek just described. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he walks over to Kellek. And I, I regard like, him with, like, qu quiet fear. <laughs> <laughs> see? See? Tito walks straight up to Kalik and, like, uncomfortably close, face-to-face, -face, making direct <laughs> eye contact with you. And after a moment, gives you a little bow and then steps oh, back. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I try to, like, return the bow in an awkward fashion. <laughs> yes, it reminds me of my roots. My, I've set about having more reminders of my roots as well. <laughs> Good. Uh, important. As for coming to discover, and I kind of look over to Oma in the book. <laughs> um, I'm not paying attention to what they're saying, so I'm just like, um... <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, uh, we were going to go back to Hayfreed's and then start toward the Dakir Ruins. Um, 
Flynn and I looked at that at that board of his in the Iron Light, and uh, we want to at some point make a de- detour to Nessel Valley, which is to the south of the ruins. Is that all right with everyone? Yeah, we can do that. It's to uh, deliver a, a message. Yeah. And maybe help with a conflict there, but the message is forced in our minds. Yeah. If that's what you think is best. As long as we hit it while we're out there, you know. Yeah, before or after. If it's safe and... Um, Whatever the easiest path is. We'll figure it out once we get there. Improvise. <laughs> now you're getting it. I'd rather not be getting it, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to fight in a war or anything, but, like, I'm down to deliver a message. Yeah, but I'll have to see. They're having some trouble with drow. Um, yeah. Well, aren't everyone? Uh, I mean, you saw those drow in the tunnel. Mean by that, huh? I mean, in that tunnel with the, with the spiders. And the dead drow? They had their throats slit. Yes. Somebody had trouble with them. All right, but <laughs> that sounds more like the drow had trouble, trouble with somebody else. That's fair. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. uh, Xavier, are you comfortable uh, heading back to Hayfraids at this point? Or you're going to stay here, I suppose? I was thinking we would stay here. Right. And he sort of nudges Zeta. If you want me to come back with you, I'm I'm more than happy. I just I just thought Not maybe necessary. today I could really settle in and, and get a game plan going. Xavier, are you doing okay? Do you need a little bit of gold to get you going? No, I'm good. Okay. I can... Uh, you I make can, gold? I can manage. You can and make he, gold? He snaps his fingers and a little piece of gold appears. Whoa! In Pretty cool. Teach me. I can do that like twice a day. Oh, it's really not that much. Speaking of gold coins, guys, you totally missed it when I went to pick you up Xavier today. You haven't told them about today. this yet? <laughs> this was my big thing. I was proud of it. Oh, I'm and sorry. And then you just Do you want to show them right now? And it wasn't impressive. Show us. Do you want to show them? Actually, you can show them and then they can just meet me. What, okay. what's, he, what, what's she talking about? Sounds good. What's he talking um, about? Oma, close your eyes, relax. You're, need, you're gonna need this, and I hand him one of the one of the flat coins that has nothing on either side. Yes, um, and he he takes this gold coin. Um, Oma, See you relax, later. just like before. No one freak out. What? She's gonna be fine. Uh, I don't like this. He puts the gold piece over your head, and you feel that same sort of warm feeling in your chest roll over you, and you open your eyes once again cage bars all around you. The rest of you see Ulma disappear. <laughs> huh. Ta-da. Oh, yeah, I guess that's kind of cool. I mean, she does kind of do that. Yeah. <laughs> but she meant to do it this time? Well, or did you do it? I was it your last time Well, no, it was the gold it. thing that I put on top. Oh, she's so you, she's back in Hayfreed's now. So you need like um, a gold thing to do it? You need one of those specific gold things. Okay. I think Ulma's got the rest of them. Right, but I think that she does it without a gold piece, though. And she, yes, but... God, no one likes she's my <laughs> stuff. I'm trying to come and help you guys. No, it's really cool. Oh, no, no so I, the thing is, so, okay, oh, my so... Goodness. My, you'll be oh, able my. to... You'll... Okay, so the, 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 the gist of it is, she's back at Hayfried's place. Oh, okay. Um, oh, it all right. takes her back there. Um, you should have started with that. Prob- Hayfried's probably letting <laughs> yeah, her out of the cage that. right now, but oh. uh, you get teleported back to Hayfried's um, into... Uh, a cage that he's got set up. He, he said he was going to do more, oh. so different coins go to the different cages. Oh, okay. and, uh, Hold on. It's a good way of uh, That's actually pretty cool. trapping your enemies. Yeah, so we could yeah. <laughs> effectively run our own 
prison out of Hefred's domain. <laughs> I don't know how much he'd be able to hold. Sure. Um, I, I know that there's limits to the, the magic that he can oh, oh, contain. I'm not aspiring to be Barrett but... Hastel over here. I, I just think it could get, you know, those that we don't want to have to kill. <laughs> and Hefred was saying that he, his, his, whole, his whole place in there is sort of like a... A suspension in yeah, reality. Weird. You don't need to eat or or breathe or do anything. So they're fine in there. Once they're in there, they're set. Tame environment. Yeah. So you just put the coin piece on someone's head and then they go, or? Uh, yeah. The thing is, though, it's real easy to resist. Uh-huh. Like it's pretty much if you don't want it to happen, it's okay. not going to happen. Um, so I have to ask nicely. Right. You're going to have to ask nicely. Um, maybe easy. tricking someone into it might work, um, but. What Hayfruit and I were thinking, uh, or probably if you knock someone unconscious, that's going to be your best Oh. Uh, so if you're facing anyone, yeah. rather than dealing the killing blow, it might be, uh, if you want if you want information or anything like that, it might be worth knocking yeah. them out instead of killing them. So she has the rest of them? Yeah. Okay. She's got three right now. Okay. Um, Hayfruit's making the other two cages probably as we speak, but uh, he should have more soon if, okay. if you guys are interested. There has to be... Uh, I. I, uh, I mean, it's an invaluable tool. Um, I just worry about the limitations, I suppose. We should be careful with it, because it strikes me that if this were a solution, all prisons would work this way. Huh. Um, so, so thank you, and Alfred both. That's uh, an amazing achievement. Also, I mean, especially in the time frame, not an easy thing to put together. I know there are a lot easier ways to to imprison people, as you saw in Oakenspire. So, uh, I wouldn't say that this is a common thing. But, no, uh, and not not for nothing that creature in Hayfried's prison did break those magical seals he had instated. So, uh, oh right, we don't want to put all of our enemies in one place. Speaking of breaking, it also uh, took the breaking of a couple of Hayfried's more powerful items to make these so he might be a little bit on edge but okay. um but oh. we made him so <laughs> he, he seemed content at the end yeah, of the day yeah, and i'm not good. gonna question yeah. that you know uh maybe maybe part of him just to sort of think about it out loud for a moment maybe part of him is would like to get rid of some of those old possessions right he uh, seems to have a lot of stuff uh yeah uh yeah, yeah. stuff yeah maybe we can take some of it uh, ask him. I mean, ask him. Yeah, I think you've taken enough of his text without asking. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, I, yes. I checked that book out. <laughs> of that library we can never return to? <laughs> yeah. You sure did. Oh, man. Well, it seems to be a good book. Xavier! <laughs> Actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do you know anything about the waste? And if... Uh, what oh. it was before it was the waste. Sadly, next to nothing. Um, yeah. Not really uh, an area of expertise for me. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's really one of my blank spots. It's all right. You, you keep on devising gold coins that transport people to alternate dimensions. Yeah. I think that'll suffice. Do we take that one or do you want that one? Which one? Did they go with her? Yes, it went oh, with her. Oh, it went with her. Okay. So, right, we should take the conventional means. Probably. probably. Not to waste your coins. Right. Um, 
And now that I'm thinking about it, probably best that Olma and I didn't say goodbye, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be tough, but uh, give her... My face falls. <laughs> Yikes. Give her my best, and uh, I'm going to see you guys again soon, so... Yeah. If you don't, if you vanish again, Xavier, I promise I'll make you pay for it. I'm going to hold you to that. Good. Maybe just check in every once in a while, you know. Can you I do, do what, Can you do the message thing? Can yeah. Can you reach out to people? Mm-hmm. Okay. I always just, I'm always afraid that it's an inconvenient time. That's why I'm a little hesitant to do yeah. it. But yeah, I can do it. If it's inconvenient, then we'll find time. Right? Okay. Yeah. Stay in touch. Yeah. I will. She needs as much support as we can give her. Let us know when you find out anything. I will. Truly. Send one of you guys a message. Right on. Right. Shall we? Yeah, let's uh, head out. I do wonder what's to become of... And I very, I like... Try to say it sort of under my breath or mouth it kind of... Tito? Uh, I don't know if... You can it's, see he's facing the complete opposite direction. <laughs> I just regard him with like a like the caution I would give a wild animal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know, Shrya, if it's safe for him to come along with us if, if we're to go south. Oh, I, I think with us is probably the safest place he could possibly be, based on where he's come from. <sighs> I suppose he but, could be a good ally, and I whip out one of my javelins and uh, and uh, regard Tito with it and obviously this being one of the primary weapons of the tribesmen he could be an ally in battle potentially too he makes you look calm as a corpse Shia I look over at him he seems to have uh, well gotten a little bit better since he started traveling with us. Yes. Uh, I guess uh, progress is progress. Uh, Alright. Uh, he's your responsibility, Shrya. Yes, of course. More than you know. <laughs> Alright. Let's go. Alright. Savior. Take care. Pleasure. As Zeta and Xavier round the corner, you can no longer see them, you can no longer hear them, and they disappear into the city. Um, are you guys stopping anywhere, doing anything? You're just making a beeline for the teleportation circle. Uh, I'd like to pick up some healer's kits on the way, if that's a possibility. For sure. Yeah, there are a couple of... Um, there are a couple of general stores along the way, uh, and then there are one or two like more specific medical supply stores. Um, and as you walk in, how many are you going to purchase? Uh, Flynn, might I borrow a couple of gold for... I, I'm flush out. I gave it all to Faraday. Interesting. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, you. How much do you need? Uh, well, well, I'd like to buy a few... Uh, okay. A few healers' kits. It's like five gold, good. Uh, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. and I'll hand him over five gold. I mean, you're using them on me, so <laughs> I appreciate everything. 
Yeah. This is the least I can do. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh. And uh, yeah, each of them are one gold apiece. Perfect. So you get five of those. Amazing. Five uses. Thank you. Um, yeah, and that is pretty much directly on your way. You really have to go one street over only in order to get to this this store, and then you head back to the main the main road. Thank you kindly. Have a nice day. And uh, a uh, half elven gentleman sort of gives you a tip of his hat <laughs> as you head back to the teleportation circle. Um, left, right, center. You guys get into the room. Ah! And uh, get yourselves back, ah! back into Hayfried's void. <gasps> Don't struggle, Tito. <gasps> this never gets easier. Always gives me a shake. You know? And as you guys apparate into the space, um, you see Hayfried sort of uh, just sitting, leaning back on one of his chairs, his his feet up on the table. He's flipping through a book, and uh, you hear you hear Timmy up on one of these platforms, <laughs> rattling through a huge thing of keys. <laughs> and he, he, you see Oma in this cage, and he tries one key, and he can't quite open it. And he, oh, shit, no, it's not that one. It's okay, Timmy. Just try it, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I mean, do you have a pin? Maybe I can pick it Maybe faster it's this than one. this. I don't. I, keys are all I have. Just give me one second. I'm going to pull my lockpick set from my pocket. <laughs> and I'm going to try to pick the lock from like from inside of the thing. Let me just try okay. this, Timmy. You reach your hands, um, but magically there is a barrier in between the bars. Mm. You're not actually able to oh. reach your hands through the bar. Oh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Okay, Timmy, <laughs> keep going. That's why I'm trying with all these keys. He goes, and about four keys later, finally opens. Maybe you should mark that one. Well, the the thing is, that one, if I mark that one that goes to this, then there are the other ones that go to other things in here, and then I would have to mark all of them, and I don't know, it's, they're small keys, I don't know how I would be able to mark them. Well, maybe you should mark all of them. Okay, maybe I should. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, but... <laughs> See, I've also been working here for like a day and a half, so... Well, but how do you even know time? Because it's like endless in here, so I mean, that could be a really long time. Well, it's been about... How many sleeps have you had? I've had two sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> two sleeps. <laughs> but do you sleep every eight hours or 12 hours? Or like, maybe you don't sleep every every day. I don't know. <laughs> Is it kind of confusing? It's real confusing. I want to go see the sun. Oh, um, I bet you could ask to go see the sun. Hey, Freed, can I go see the sun? Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> go, go check it's out okay. the sun and, and, and breathe. Okay, but before of the you step out of here, before you step out, yeah. it's going to feel like all the air is leaving your lungs and it's going to feel really weird, but like there's air on the other side, so you'll be fine. There's just no air in here, you know? I'm going to be honest with you. I think I would have been better if I just experienced it. Now I'm, I'm building it up in my head. And now okay, I don't know if I want to go. Okay, do you want me to go with you? No, I got to do this on my own. <laughs> yeah, there we go, Timmy. This is a journey I have to take. <laughs> and he steps through. They grow up so fast. How old is Timmy? Is he the same age? He's, like, a, uh, he's older. He's a little older. He's, older. Like 15, he's like 15. Okay, he's that's like great. 15, yeah. All right, but uh, Timmy has left the void. Um, hey, we're back. We're back. We are. Mainly because like you're closer to where we needed to go. You know, the ruins, they're closer to you. So we were like, hey, why walk all the way? That's well, convenient, being able to teleport to places. Dude, you're so cool. Yeah. 
just figuring that out? No, I mean, I've known it this whole time, but yeah. like, we really appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Really, I'm afraid I don't know where we'd be without you. Uh, lots, lots more trouble, I suppose. Uh, yes, with the kind of alarm on trouble incoming now, and I look down toward the, thank you for this again. Hey, you're welcome. And the, I try to flash it so that the eyes are like peering out <laughs> yeah. um, from the bracelet in all directions. Like, <sighs> and as you move it, it almost looks like the eyes are like darting into different places. <laughs> and we all kind of see this as he presents it. Uh, probably not. It's a no. it's a pretty small. Okay. I, you wouldn't be able to pick out the specific okay, detail cool. of the eyes moving around, but you would see the bracelet. It's <laughs> real spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. for sure. Do we have time to spend here? I mean, spend how? I'll walk over to Kellick and Flynn. From my prison cell. Mm-hmm. Um, are we leaving like right now, or do we have a little bit of time? I mean, I know time doesn't exist outside of here, so like, we're we have endless time. But I mean, it's not time still passes on the outside. But we don't know how fast it goes. If it does, time pass on the. I mean, it's pretty much one to one. Okay, I set for oh. one to one right now. Oh, okay, okay. The, you can set it. I used to be able to. It probably Whoa. would take Take some time. Bit I, for me I'm to sort saying, of stretch that muscle out again. I'm not saying we have to. I'm just saying, like, I'm kind of low on healing potions, but I have a recipe, and it looks like there's a good place to brew here. How long sure, does it yeah, take? My, uh, my void is your void. Um, it doesn't take very long, but I do need someone who can cast Cure Wounds, and I can't. So, but I you can. Can't. And I turn to Shreya. Yes, I can. And you can. And I turn to Kellek. I I know that spell. So yes. I can like, I can do all the mixture. I just I just don't have. Well, I need a ruby. Hmm. I have a ruby. <laughs> I can pay you for your ruby. Yeah. Yeah. It would only be going into replacing the ruby. I only need twenty five gold worth of ruby. <laughs> I can get you one of those. And he uh he. Raises his hand, pulls down one of the uh, one of the platforms, and on this platform you can see like these weapon racks mm-hmm. where there are spears and swords and huge hammers. And um, he walks over and he sort of looks through all of them, and he looks over and he sees this huge battle axe that has like gems encrusted on its oh, hilt man. and everything. And he looks through it. Here's Ruby, 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 Ruby. Ah, here we go. And there's this this ruby that's like inlaid into the uh, the actual um, metal piece of the, mm-hmm. the axe. And he sort of wrestles it around a little bit and eventually it pops out. <laughs> and uh, he grabs the ruby, puts the axe back on the on the thing, comes over and uh, says, all right, here's a ruby. I'm going to hand him 25 gold. Thank you. Um, hey, Shreya, I know you really like your bracelet. The other one that you used to have that we got the ruby from? Yes. Um, well, maybe one day you could think about letting me use it to make healing potions because, like, us being alive is more important than a bracelet. Did did that have a, a look at it? The, this ruby? The bru- uh, bracer. The bracer, the bracer yes. with, the, uh, with the gem on it. Yes, that's um, a... Uh, yeah, it's a ruby. That's a ruby. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which is why I'm saying, just like I told Flynn, maybe think about it for the future because... Um, I have saved your life a couple times with with this potion, these potions I'm making. So I mean, there all, is some value there. And all you need is a ruby to make one. All I need is a ruby. Well, I would need you to cast um, cure wounds on it, or Kalik to cast cure wounds on it. But yeah, well, the big ingredient uh-huh. is a ruby. 
Okay. I've actually got, um, and you can see Hayfried is in the middle of pulling down sort of an alchemy station. Um, you can see different potions and little like burners, and you can see some different plants on there. And he says, um, some of the more uh, common stuff on there just sort of like does its thing and regenerates automatically. Uh, the rare stuff doesn't do that, but there are more common items. Yeah, um, everything I need other than the ruby is common. Okay, I mean, you can use that as a work table then. Uh, yeah, while we're in this vein, I suppose. Um, to try I have the diamond, or do I have it on me? I think you have it. Um, I reached into my bag and produced the, have the, the rough cut yeah, diamond. That, yeah. Hey, Fred, do you happen to have the tools or wherewithal to make this into a usable component? Um... Gem refinery was never really my thing. Right. Um, back in the day, I had a guy that did that for me. Um, there might be a tool or two that you could use on that platform I just brought down for Oma. Um, probably not. It's stuff that wouldn't be specifically used for that, but uh, mm. it might work if you're careful. Okay. Uh, well, maybe I have a referral. Is your guy... Oh, my guy's guy? probably long dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, uh, let's just say he was a human and I knew him about 150 years ago. Right. Uh, probably didn't make it that long. Then. Uh, I don't, uh, don't want to mess it up. What are you trying yeah, to do? Yeah, it's kind of risky. I mean, I, I learned how to make this potion from someone who makes them all the time. So... Well, aren't we the learned bunch? <laughs> in yeah. Group? That's what I'm trying to say. I know. Well, I'm sorry that I don't have this particular talent. Fine, I stuff it back in my <laughs> So, Shreya, maybe you'll think about it with the ruby? I will think about it, yes. Although, uh, when I look back down at the, the bracer, wouldn't even know the first thing about how to dismantle this thing. Um, I mean, Hayfrey just pulled this from a, an axe, so... I look toward Tito... <laughs> And I look down at this bracer and this ruby. Look back toward Tito. <sighs> I think prolonging life, especially if it's our lives, is important than using the arts of the death. And uh, I unbuckle the bracer, hand it over, and I say, if it's for the cause of what we seek to bring about in the world, then I'll say goodbye to this for now. Hey, Free, do you want the bracer? I mean, Sans the ruby? I mean, I don't think it will be able to really do much without it. No, but maybe one day you'll come across a ruby that fits. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, not like you don't have room. That is true. And, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty cool what it did. I mean, do you want to see what it does before we? I take the ruby out? Do you want to, like, feel it? I mean, sure. <laughs> and he takes it and he looks it over. I mean, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> I'll t I mean, I'll take it, yeah. Can you get the ruby out for me? Um, yeah, sure. And uh, he goes over to one of his workbenches and just grabs like a long piece of metal and very crudely just starts prying this thing yeah. out of the, out of the uh, bracer. Down with that. And after a minute or two, comes back um, with a ruby for you that is worth 75 gold pieces. Okay, great. I'm going to hey. look at my size of ruby. And I'm going to look at that ruby, and I'm just going to try to break it, I guess. Okay. I mean, well, because 
You can't like use a portion of a healing potion. You have to use the whole thing. If you ground it down to a powder and you divide it into three portions, that would work as Great. three common healing potions. Great. So I'm going to, um, <laughs> do I see a hammer on the alchemy station? Yeah. yeah. There's a couple. Okay. Here goes nothing. And I, um, I'm going to find <laughs> like a, a bowl, I guess, to do this in so that it all like mm-hmm. can stay together. And I'm just going to start hitting it. Okay. So I'm smashing a ruby with a big hammer. All right. Until you see, it, you see me slowly weeping in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna grind the one I have too. So I'm grinding okay. like a hundred gold pieces gotcha. worth of ruby. Um, and before long, you are successful. Um, and then, is there like a scale or anything, like any way to? Actually, yeah. On this like a, even uh, on this alchemy table, there would be a scale like to measure a, yeah, measure great. components. Yeah, great. So I just want to measure the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I want to slowly divide it into four equal pieces. Okay, it's one of those those weighted scales where it's got two platforms and he's got little metal pieces that correspond with different weights. So you have to put one of the metal weights on one side mm-hmm. and it lifts it up and then you gotta balance it back out. So um, it, it takes a couple minutes, but you are able to, to very confidently divide this up into four equal parts. Awesome, once I've divided them all up into four pe- equal parts, I'm just gonna like walk around the alchemy area and I'm gonna start collecting a few flasks, four flasks total. I'm gonna get some corklet tops. I'm gonna um, find some distilled purified water. I'm going to find like a, a glass stirring rod and I'm gonna take all of it over to a table um, and I'm going to slowly pour the um, correct amount of purified distilled water um, into the into each flask, so the right amount that I need that I have from when I was taught how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to you. I can use the scale to make sure I'm measuring the right amount into each flask. Um, and then I'm going to take the powder and I'm going to divvy the powder up into each individual um, bottle flask. And then I'm going to take the stirring rod and I'm going to stir each one. And then I'm going to say, uh, Kellick, Shrya, yes, yes. now's when I need you. Okay. Um, do you want so to? Or- I just need you to cast Cure Wounds on the flasks. I know it sounds weird, but... Uh, how many flasks are there? I have four flasks. You want to do two and I'll do two? Fair enough. Manere. And I'll cast Cure Wounds. Just helps us for later. Tap the crystal to the forehead and then motion toward the flasks. And and I'll just wave my hand over both of the flasks, um, doing a, a dual cast of this thing, casting it twice. Okay. Manere. All right. And as you both cast these simultaneously, you see all four of these potions spark to life as the red within them and the ruby begins to um, glow slightly and you see some tiny little bubbles forming at the bottom as you now have four it worked. common healing potions and as you have those potions completed that oh. is where we're going to end I want to hand oh. one to everyone okay two of those might be a little, a little bit grainy on the way down the ashes don't quite <laughs> Well, yeah, you can have one of the grainy I'll take ones. The grainy and Glenn, you can have the other grainy one. And okay. here you go, Shraya, and I'll take the other Shraya one. Work okay? Yes, yeah, go, we're fine. Okay. Yes. You know. Thank you. Perhaps You're this welcome. one contained the old ruby in it. And I press it to my forehead. <laughs> press it to my forehead. <laughs> okay, you all now have a healing potion 
And that is where we're going to end today's session. We're going to call it right there. Thank you all so much for listening. And we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye, nerds. Hey, nerds. This is Ethan. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. And if you liked it, be sure to like, share, and subscribe on all the platforms. We're on social media, as well as YouTube, if you want to hop over there and uh, watch some of our content instead of just listening to it. Um, We're also over on Patreon, and uh, we now have a Discord. So if you want to get into that Discord, we have an open chat that's that's just open for everyone. And then we also have some separate rooms that are Patreon only. So if you're feeling like you want to join in on those rooms and really dive deep into uh, more Venture Forth, be sure to hop over to Patreon and subscribe over there. Thank you so much. And I'll see you later, nerds.